Hey, hey, my friend, what is up? So glad you're here. Okay, so today's episode is for you if you find yourself in moments where you are feeling like you're being really hard on yourself, okay? Or say that you have emotions come up and you feel like you are just so hard on yourself. You are really hard on yourself. You really want to soften up that self-talk. You really want to start being gentler with yourself. You really want to grow your self-love, your confidence. This episode is definitely for you. I'm going to share with you a sneaky, subtle stumbling block that so many of us, so many of us get caught up in that is really, really keeping you from growing your self-love, from feeling more love for yourself, from feeling more confident in yourself, a sneaky stumbling block. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, sweet friend, welcome to the free and well podcast. I am so glad you're here. Are you ready to start growing your confidence and knowing that you are enough? Are you ready to stop being so hard on yourself, second guessing yourself and putting off those amazing goals you have? Hey friend, I'm Devani. I'm a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser. I'm a therapist, life coach, and a dog mom. And I remember being right where you are. I'm on a mission to share with you powerful faith and psychology-based tools to help you start being kinder to yourself, start creating consistent, positive, healthy routines, and start setting healthy boundaries. It's time for you to break free from self-doubt and your inner critic. You are worthy and enough just as you are today. And even though I'm a therapist, This show is for educational purposes only. Information from this show is not a substitute for mental health or medical treatment. All right, my friend, it is your time. Let's dig in and take some real, authentic, perfectly imperfect action together. Let's go. start breaking free from comparison and second guessing yourself. I want you to imagine that instead of spending so much time wondering what other people are thinking, second guessing your choices, what you said in that conversation, if other people are judging you or comparing yourself, if you were able to start spending more time just being present, enjoying what you're doing, being yourself, being comfortable and confident in engaging with people, chatting with people, opening up, enjoying what you're here to enjoy, just being confident in yourself. Imagine, my friend, this is exactly why I've created the two-week confidence catapult. So I want you to imagine that you and me get together for a 60-minute confidence breakthrough coaching call. We are going to create your three-step mindset renewal roadmap where we are going to get so clear on what your biggest self-doubt traps and rabbit holes are practical tools to break free from those traps in the moment, and then quick confidence boosters to get you into action. We're going to do all of that on our call together, and then you're going to have two weeks of voice and text coaching from me for radical support and accountability as you implement everything that we talked about. 
okay? So you're going to be able to break free from those ruminating and overanalyzing, being so in your head, wondering what other people are thinking, to really be able to break free from those spirals and then to really know exactly what tools to use in those moments and creating healthy daily routines to practice every day to grow your confidence, okay? So everything that we're going to talk about, you'll be able to continue practicing, implementing, and it will grow your confidence beyond our two weeks together, beyond our two weeks together. So if you are ready for a short burst, a two-week burst of energizing, empowering, uplifting, catapulting towards being your most confident, authentic self, I invite you to join me, my friend. Head to freeandwell.org slash catapults. Head to freeandwell.org slash catapults. If you are so ready to start knowing that you are enough and to start feeling more confident in who you are, I cannot wait. Hey, hey, sweet friend, what is up? Welcome to the podcast. So glad that you are here. What I want to talk to you about today are some really sneaky ways that we negatively impact our feelings of self-love, our feelings of self-confidence. It's kind of like these, these sneaky little pitfalls, these sneaky little stumbling blocks that we've learned, that we engage in, and I think sometimes we just really don't realize that we're even doing it, and it's so important. These are really, really, I I feel like this is actually almost more of a foundational practice, and I'm going to give it to you in kind of a nugget today, but this is foundational. This is so important, so important. So, The reason why I'm noticing this, okay, the reason why I'm noticing this is because our self-talk, how we speak to ourselves becomes so natural and so subconscious, we don't even notice how, how we're talking to ourselves. We don't even notice how we respond to ourselves in difficult moments, the dialogue that's going on. We don't even notice it. And so when I have people come to me and they're like, oh, I, you know, am feeling really hard on myself or I'm really judgmental of myself, things like that. One of the first things that I love for us to talk about, one of the first things that I love for us to dive into, okay, is this idea of how do we respond to ourselves in a difficult moment, How do we respond to ourselves in a difficult moment? Okay. And here's the stumbling block that so many of us have, and we don't even realize we're doing it, is that we invalidate ourselves. Often. We invalidate ourselves. What does that mean? What that means is that we have a feeling come up. We have a difficult feeling come up. Say that we have a wave of sadness, a wave of anger. Maybe let's say that we feel, we feel our, one of our friends did something and it hurt our feelings and we feel hurt, right? We feel hurt. And so many of us, I can almost bet my friend that if you're listening to this podcast, (laughs) that you like me, that you're on this journey of recovering from people pleasing, from really doubting yourselves, letting your insecurities drive the show, right? 
feeling like there's so much self-doubt, insecurity, people pleasing there. Okay, and I say that because that's the journey that I've been on as well. And when we're in this space, when we are in this space of you have a feeling that comes up and we're using the example of a friend hurt our feelings and we feel hurt. We feel maybe sad. Maybe we even feel angry. And so many of us, our first reactions when we notice these feelings is we talk ourselves out of it. Let me give some examples of what this could sound like. You shouldn't feel this way. Why do you feel this way? You shouldn't feel this way. I wish I wasn't feeling this way. You're dumb. You're, you know, like the list could go on of an emotion comes up, right? Something happens, an emotion comes up, and then we turn the finger and we start just pointing the finger so aggressively at ourselves. You shouldn't be feeling this way. Why are you feeling that way? You're so dumb for feeling that way. You shouldn't have let your feelings get hurt. You should have known better. You you have no reason to feel upset. And what can happen is when we are really empathetic people, sometimes we can even let our understanding and acknowledgement of their perspective then overshadow our own feelings. That is such a balance. That is such a balance when you have a huge empathetic heart and you're able to so quickly, so quickly understand and see why someone did what they did and how it makes sense because you're really empathetic and understanding. And it's so easy for that to then overshadow your own feelings. That's not what we're talking about today though. We're talking about how so often our initial instinct is to judge ourselves, to criticize ourselves and why we're feeling that way. To invalidate our experience, to invalidate our emotions. Okay? Why this is such a huge stumbling block? Why is this such a huge stumbling block? Because, I mean, there's so many different levels to this. One way that I like to describe it to clients is we can imagine that emotions come in like waves. We have waves of emotion come in. You just had this interaction with your friend, right? We're going to stick with this example. And you have this wave come in, this wave of hurt and anger and sadness. Okay? You have this wave come in. When we try to push the wave away, when we try to push the wave under, push the wave away, is that helpful? (laughs) No, it is not helpful. It is not helpful, right? Emotions and thoughts, really, if we learn to let them roll in like a wave, they will naturally roll out like a wave. We get into trouble, we get really stuck in them when we engage with them, when we let them take us down the rabbit holes, 
when we try to force them away, when we try to push them away, when we say, you can't be here, why are you here? You're so dumb for feeling this way. When we do those things, that's when emotions, thoughts end up becoming bigger, heavier, more difficult. So if we can imagine, it's a wave that wants to come in and it will naturally roll out just like a literal wave in the ocean. Waves do not roll up to the shore and then just hang out there, (laughs) right? They roll back out. They just roll back out. Another visual, if this is helpful for you, is imagining that you have this emotion like, like a beach ball, okay? This emotion of hurt, sadness, anger. That's what we're talking about here. And it's like a beach ball, right? And I want you to imagine you're trying to press that beach ball down under the water. You're trying to press that beach ball down under the water. Is that helpful? Does that work? Maybe temporarily. But you know that beach ball is about to pop up with a vengeance and maybe even smack you in the head. If you have done that, you know what that feels like, right? Like it's going to come up. (laughs) Us pushing away our emotions, us invalidating and judging ourselves in a moment of emotion, none of it's helpful. And it's so hard. It's so hard, my friend, because so many of us did not learn how to handle difficult emotions when we were younger. We didn't learn how to respond to ourselves in a difficult moment. We just didn't learn, right? And we're not here to like judge and shame, you know, any parental experiences or anyone else. We're just saying it like it is. Some of us didn't learn how to do that and that's okay. Right? Acceptance is the first stage of being able to create some change. Accepting you with where you're at. Accepting, okay, this is where we are. This is something that I struggle with. When we accept that and acknowledge that, we can move forward. So what I'm encouraging you to start practicing, to start practicing is when an emotion comes in, when something comes in, start noticing, is that, an, is that initial instinct for me to judge myself and be like, oh my God, why am I thinking this way? Why am I having this feeling? Oh my God, you're so dumb, right? Noticing that, noticing that, And then what we might be able to start practicing and moving into is noticing that, taking a breath, coming into a self-hug. Give yourself a hug. Put your hands on your heart. And instead, respond with, I'm noticing what's the emotion. I'm noticing some sadness. I'm noticing some anger. I'm noticing some anger. Or if we're going to, you know, maybe take some some wisdom from Dr. Chris... I can talk. I can talk. Doctors Kristen Neff and Christopher Germer of this is a hard moment. This is a hard moment. If you do not know what the self-compassion break is, please go on YouTube immediately. Immediately. And look up the self-compassion break. Um, The first step of the self-compassion break is... Acknowledging that this is a hard moment. This is hard. 
And I want you to just imagine, my sweet, lovely butterfly friend, I want you to imagine that in a hard moment, when your feelings are hurt and you're upset, if your reaction started to be taking a breath and saying, this is really hard. Hmm. Hmm. I'm noticing, I'm noticing some emotions here. Some emotions are coming up for me. (laughs) This is really hard. I want you to imagine how life-changing that would be. Instead of judging, criticizing, which, side note, sends us into fight-or-flight mode. (laughs) Not helpful in these moments. If instead, when you start to notice emotion or you start to, right, like you're just having a moment which we all have and we will continue to have as long as we are here on this earth. So can we just learn to start being kinder to ourselves? (laughs) But responding to these moments with, this is hard, putting your hands on your heart, coming into a self-hug, just giving yourself a little hug, taking a breath and saying, this is difficult. It's okay for me to feel this way. It is totally okay for me to feel this way. It's okay for these emotions to be here. It's okay. And just a caveat, because I feel like I need to say this disclaimer. I am not saying, I am not saying that it's okay for us to let our emotions take the wheel and, you know, make us do some things that are not helpful, supportive, safe, healthy. That is not what I'm saying. I am saying that as we start to allow emotions to just come up, we then find ourselves, there's just so much goodness that comes from that. There is so much goodness that comes from when we start to feel a feeling. Like like for me, this would look like just me literally throughout the day noticing feelings. Okay, let's talk about the ones that come up for me regularly. I'm noticing some anxiety. I'm noticing a frantic energy. I'm noticing some overwhelm. I am noticing, ooh, I'm noticing some sadness here. Ooh, what am I, what am I? I'm just feeling like a, a murkiness. What is the, What is this? What am I feeling? What's in this murkiness that's happening right now? That's, those are some of my own dialogues that go on. Right? But like, the freedom that comes And the health and the well-being that comes from starting to validate yourself. Validating. And when I say validating, I mean the literal, it could be in the simplest sense of when you have a feeling, saying that it's okay. We're not saying it's okay to go and be terrible to other people because of the feeling. We're saying it's just letting the feeling be there. I'm sad right now. I'm anxious. I'm worried. I'm okay. 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 Right? There is so much freedom and well-being in that. Because instead of us living our daily lives, trying to push down the beach ball, exerting energy on pushing down the beach ball, exerting energy on trying to keep trying to keep all emotion at bay, trying to keep all emotion away, trying to make sure that I have no emotional response to anything. Instead of us trying to 
push and make sure that all of these things are going perfectly and well, and I'm not feeling activated, I'm not feeling dysregulated, I'm not having an emotion. That is so much effort. Ooh, that, oh my gosh, I'm like tired just saying that. That is so much effort. Instead of us spending our day doing that, trying to force all of our feelings down, trying to pretend we're not having any emotions, trying to make sure everything's going perfectly. Instead of exerting your energy on that, my sweet friend, you can exert all of that energy on your freaking goals, on the habits that you want to build, on the amazing dreams that you have, on being the type of person that you want to be, like showing up in your life the way that you want to show up, right? Like I would much rather spend my energy on those things And I'm not saying this will be easy, right? But just think about it. We'll have so much more energy to exert on the things that you actually want to spend your energy on. Goals, hopes, relationships, habits, right? Like what are all these amazing things you want to be doing with your time? And we're just constantly freaking tired, exhausted, overwhelmed. And I can imagine that some of that, because it was for me, some of that was because I was exerting so much mental energy on trying to make sure (laughs) that, you know, I look like I had it all together and I didn't have any, you know, like we're, we're trying to push, push the beach ball down. And that is freaking exhausting versus letting the wave roll in, letting the wave roll out. Right. Okay. I want you to take a second here and I want you to notice what is standing out to you. What is standing out to you, my friend, one nugget, One nugget that's standing out to you or one thing that you really want to take with you and practice this week. Take a second, take a breath. Okay. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Oh my goodness. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I would love, it would mean so much to me if you shared this episode with a friend, if you shared this episode with a friend, someone who is also on this self-love and self-growth journey with you, right? One of your friends who's on this journey with you, please share this with them. If you think they'd enjoy it, I would appreciate it so much. That's how we get more ears listening and how we share these messages. And I would just appreciate it so much. Okay. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day, my friend. I will talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope this episode spoke to you and encouraged you. And before you go, I have an online community that is just for you. Head to freeandwellcommunity.com and be sure to enter your email so you can be the first to hear about new episodes, to get Monday morning journal prompts, and to get special gifts from me. All right, my friend, I will see you at our next coaching coffee date. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day.